Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I mentally prepare for my doom and my death regularly. Stephanie. I pay you $400 a month to insult me. <laughs> Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode legit 226. She's like, you're just like a, you're like an early pre-ejaculator. Oh. <laughs> Can't even get the words out before you're like, ah! like God damn. Well, that was I, a short show. I'm having throat issues today. So I know. I just, it took a lot of effort to get that out. <laughs> well, welcome to the Ugly Truth, everyone. Paula is in Disneyland, shockingly. She's been only planning this for two years, so she's finally made her way to Anaheim. So Stephanie, my twin, toxic twin as I call her, is here to sit in finally. It's been way too long, Ugg. You're my touchstone, Emma. Touchstone, yes. (laughs) You're that too. You're touchstone as well. Beep, 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 beep. No, touchstone. Touchstone. I don't, yes. I don't even know what that is. I was just going to say, I don't even know what that means either. Me too. Did anybody get that when we were um, messaging the other day and I said that? What, that you were a touchstone? It's like looking in the mirror. Oh, totally. Aurora Greenway. It's like looking at the newborn baby that's beautiful. I know. I know. I knew. I knew knew exactly. I started laughing. I was laughing a lot. I thought it was so funny. Yes. I'm like, I don't think they got it. Oh, well. I got what it. What was I going to put? I, I didn't Nothing. know what to put. I just... Mom! I don't know. Well, you know how it is when we're, when we're quoting movies? Yes. We never go to the, the, the movie quotes that everybody goes to. No, we always go to the... Obscure. They're very obscure. It's true. Yeah, you really have to know the movie. It is... We do. It's true. <laughs> it's true. All right. So, welcome to The Ugly Truth. Welcome, Stephanie. So, this has been a very stressful, panic-inducing week for you, for our family, actually, and for you two specifically, because we have far too many relatives in Florida, and there was no part of Florida that was not affected by Hurricane Irma. Irma, what a name. I hate that name. Now, if I ever knew somebody named Irma, I'd be like, like, your name is Irma, really? Why did you, why did you get named that? Your name's Irma, but seriously, it's one of those names where we are judging you when Roy. Twin. Oh, oh twin. twin. Exactly. When the hurricane was announced, I was like, you know, our mom went to visit our aunt in Florida. I'm curious if she's still there because she left maybe the third week of August yeah. to go down. She's been there for a minute. And this was a long visit. What was really, well, they're always long visits. Well, right, but they're getting longer. <laughs> they seem to be, interestingly. Um, she's always escaping some kind of thing that's going on so here. Right, okay, because they seem like they're newlyweds. Maybe it's because she leaves. For I think it's because she leaves every four months. Right. And I, I made note of that to her. I said, you know, I've noticed that there's Florida mom and then there's Sacramento mom. Right. And she said, what do you mean? I go, well, when you're in Florida, you're healthy, you're vibrant, you're taking selfies, you're going to the beach. I mean, you went to the Hard Rock Cafe. I mean, she did that for that, my daughter's sake, but yes. Yes. I go, that is Florida mom. And then there's Sacramento mom, Bible thumper, sick of relatives. I don't hear from you for three months. 
That's, I mean, that's different, mom. That's, that's Sacramento mom. <laughs> so you know what's funny about mom? Though, I want her to go to Florida <laughs> forever. When, she, when I went to her house last, which was probably a week before she left this last visit, uh-huh. I realized how similar we all are. And oh yeah. I mean, her house is like her little cave Yeah, and she feels totally safe and content there. She knows where all the stores are within a five minute radius mm-hmm. and anything she might need, she can be there and back. And then she's back to being like, I'm peaceful. I'm safe. Here, yes. I'm good. And that's how I am. Yeah. Except for my house isn't as clean as hers, but well, she doesn't have anything anymore. Her I dogs are even dead. She has nothing to bother her. I, I told her to get a dog immediately. I said, you have to stop with this nonsense. Well, we want to travel. I'm like, where are you going that you can't get a dog? Oh, you know what she told me? Why what? Get a dog? What? Well, because they might die. They're old. Mom. Mom and Our Paul, mother? Yeah, mom and Paul are so old. You know, we have to really think about the fact that we would have this animal that could outlive us. And then what? I'm like, Mom, you're like 67. <laughs> she's going to be 70 someday. <laughs> it's like she's not even. You know what, though? I can't, you can't get it out of her. I mean, she's been preparing for death for like 40 years. <laughs> she's like 30. Yeah. She's like, you know, I'm going to die one day. And we're like, yeah, one day. We're, we're, we're in high school. Day, yes. That, I know that's where I get it. Well, I, that's where I get it. I know I that's where I get my morbidity. Therapy people back in the day when I was really young and mom mm-hmm. was trying to like figure me out. Yes. <laughs> they would say, I thought it was a fact of life. I'm like, well, I'll be dead by the time I'm 30. They're like, right. why is that? I'm like, I don't know. I just always knew that I would die young. You would die young. Die mm-hmm. and yeah. They're like, that's really not normal. I'm like, really? Yeah, I know. I am. Um, I mentally prepare for my doom and my death regularly. Yeah. Like right now. Okay. So the anxiety is through the roof. Your daughter lives in Lithia, which is an outskirt of Tampa Bay. And they got hit real hard. Yes. Jacksonville got hit really hard. And the whole negotiation process was trying to get our family to leave Florida. Sure. Now I started texting mom on that Monday and then Tuesday, she called me and I said, so you're home, right? She goes, oh no, I'm stuck here. We're doing preparations. And I said, it's Tuesday, go to Georgia, just right. get out. You know, it's it, drive North. I, we'll get you a hotel, wh- wherever you want to go. We'll, we'll pay for it. Just go. And she's like, well, you know, we don't even know, you know, it might change. It might shift. And I said, these are the kinds of things that you will regret. I promise. No, I think we'll be all right. You know, I'm in touch with everyone and la la la. And your daughter was very blase as well. She was. For a long time. For the hour before they left. And then in the ninth hour, mom's like, well, I can't find anything. I was looking. I'm like, what? She's like, I've been looking for two hours. I can't find a hotel. I'm like, that's it. Stephanie. Yes. We're finding it. That was the day before the freaking hurricane was going to hit. And there, there was a nine hour gridlock and everything west of the Mississippi I'm trying to think of directions northwest of the Mississippi was sold out I told you that I was even looking at the Ritz I'm like I will pay a thousand dollars a night if not more to get you away from Florida people were going to the nice hotels and it was the junk that was left I I couldn't find even the junk Lauren and I told you when they finally did agree to leave and they got to Alabama, which she says was a hovel, um, <laughs> yes. and I wasn't surprised, uh, no. she pulled into a Red Roof Inn. Oh, dear. And her father isn't as much of a snob as I am, yeah. shockingly, even though he's a multimillionaire. Well, he doesn't, is a snob, but he just, he's different. Yeah. And He'll deal with he it? He said no. He oh. Said, Absolutely not. So I know it was a dump because <sighs> Joel, no, he's, he would roll up his sleeves and certain situations where I'm like, oh, hell no. But no, would, listen, I yeah. knew you guys when you were young. I know exactly what you were willing right, to put up with. Saying, <laughs> so, right. Yes. <laughs> we all know. So We've all been there. He wouldn't do it, even though he's rich now and everything he has is nice and beautiful. I still don't, you know, no, he wasn't going to let her stay there. So they moved on and they did end up finding a five-star hotel in 
where did I tell you they stayed? They, they were in Alabama. Montgomery. Montgomery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, well, he didn't get out of there fast enough. The minute the storm was even downgraded to a tropical depression, he's like, all right, let's go. Yeah, I was actually not surprised. I fully expected them to turn tail and go back the second I they were. Like one more day. Well, I was mostly thinking about there's no electricity or power yeah. to anything, and there's and a lot of people don't have power yet. She did think they lost power because every, all the clocks were blinking, so she, but she doesn't know for how long. Let me just check your food. No, I'll tell you. Yeah, well, everything was fine. I mean, they were only gone literally not even 48 hours. The, the thing is, and the thing that I tried to argue with our mother specifically who did not leave, and although she did not endure a, a direct hit like the, the coastal right. sides did, she was in the central part of Florida, and they actually had tornadoes right? and they did lose power and they did lose their television. And so they did get to use the emergency crank radio. She was thrilled that she got to use her emergency supplies and the streets are a mess, but no flooding, no nothing. So our family, we were, we're very, very lucky that we did not have any significant problems. And I'm so glad. And I don't, I mean, I've seen, now you and I watched Snapchat. <laughs> Did you not Snapchat forever you for me. hours? Why did you show me that? I couldn't stop. I, I watched. Like, I was watching everything. It was so awesome. Because you know Snapchat has that thing where you can zoom out and then you can literally you it's can like search World Snap or something. Yeah. I remember what they call it. You can you can literally search any city you want. It will take you right there, and then the you world. can look at all the snaps. And so I'm looking at Lithia, and I'm looking where Mom was, and I'm looking at all the Miami and all the Florida Keys and all that stuff, and I'm seeing the significant water and rain. I'm thinking why. Why are there people there? This was filmed 15 minutes ago. Right. They need to flee, but they're stuck. Then now they're stuck. Well, they did get stuck at some point. Yeah. And then I started looking. I forgot that it was New York Fashion Week. Oh, so I love it. So I started going north into like, um, and was reading all those snaps. And, and I know you're going to get to that eventually, but what? Miss America. Yes. Well, they, they all snapped. They were all snapping on their way oh. to Miss America pageant. How exciting. Oh, of course it was. So I didn't I, even think I about ran that. I them on my way of, of scaring everyone. Well, snaps. all I know is that the world snap I have uh, gone through, I have looked at stuff in the Middle East. Yeah. Not a I lot of women. <laughs> not a lot of women who are snapping in the Shocking. Middle East. But it was so interesting. I was so obsessed with Iran and mainly Iran. Why? Because I watched... Shaw's. Uh, no, well, yeah, that too. That, I haven't that watched started, it. But... Not without my daughter with <gasps> Sally Field that was on. That movie is so distressing. And I've seen it before. I have too. I watched it again and I hadn't seen it. It's distressing. It was. And then I had I was like, you know what? Now that I'm old and <laughs> I realize how movies are, I have to read the actual book because I'd love to hear real, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I, I bought it um, mm. and I read it. I literally read it in two days. I read it so I read Was it harrowing? It was so much better than well, the it movie. Just gives well, you all these details that you don't. Of course. That sometimes they allude to or they have little glimpses of in the movie, but it doesn't really give you Yeah, that. yeah. So after I read it, I was just like, Oh my god, it's so hard for me to imagine how it would be to have that be your life. Um, I don't know. It'd be really then, scary. But the thing but the thing is is these people that live there, they don't think it's bad and they no. hate us that we look down on them. I don't look down on them. No. I, I just you know, I almost pity them. Well what's and interesting <clears> if you it. if you ever get the opportunity and that's what the internet is great for, is you can look back at what it was like there in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. It was very westernized. It was oh. not... Nobody was wearing the head coverings uh-huh. or the long... They were wearing fashion. Really? Gorgeous. They, they'd go to the beach in bikinis and they had full makeup and big, beautiful hair and the, the men were really dressed lovely and it was a really cool place. It's just that it changed when... 
the religious... Well, the Not Without My Daughter era was when they yes. did this revolution where they yes. overthrown the government at yes. that point and they went straight Islam, yes. I guess. And that's when... when whatever. So, what, so, when, so when it became... When the religion... When the religious leaders became the government, that's when everything changed. But before that, they, they were like us. And so uh. I think there is a generation there who probably... You know, maybe an older generation who wasn't into the progression right. don't care, but there is a lot. I think there's a, probably a large majority who just stay quiet because they don't want to die well, or right. go to jail right. or whatever happens. Right. So yeah, so Snap World is amazing. Okay, yes, and I'm not done with that. I just had to stop doing it because I was doing it for two days. <laughs> well, I kept draining my phone. Ugh. I kept draining it, going, okay, I have to stop watching. I hate it. Well, I stayed plugged in the whole time. I so did too. I'll so never I'll never stop. Plus, I have Jeff's tablet. Yes. The problem with this is that. My gut told me that everybody was going to be fine. Yeah. Like, I really didn't believe that anybody was necessarily going to die or we were going to lose anyone. But I did have some fairly significant concerns about our mom specifically. Because too. Lauren's young, she's with her dad, and I was a little more confident. I was super relieved that they actually left. Me because too. what I was telling mom, I said, look, we're so sick with worry. I don't care if it's a waste of your time. So the only thing you waste is time if you leave, right? You're, that's the only thing you're wasting. And some frustration. I mean, I get that yeah. it was that it was probably daunting to think about sitting yes. in traffic for that many hours. I completely get it. And it wasn't as bad. I mean, they did sit in traffic, but for the what I want to say, they were on the road twelve hours the first day. Mm-hmm. The second day was about ten. It's um, a lot. So it was a long time, but most of the time they were moving at highway speed. Yeah, it was literally yeah. only like an hour or two of each time where they were sitting, and right. they were moving like 20, 30 miles. That's an hour, not that bad. Which I can deal with that. I, I could. can't handle sitting. I couldn't handle the gridlock for hours and hours and hours. Not going anywhere. Yeah, that would be very frustrating, which I'm sure did happen. I hate it. So true. So the problem is, is that with our family uh, specifically, and maybe not our mom, but me, you, and Paula, uh, and maybe even Allison, the anxiety that we have naturally goes into overdrive, and so uh, a chihuahua or pomeranian or something like. I did. I was so, I was over the top anxious. And I mean, I started feeling faint, you know, my guts are on fire right now. I, I, you know, I'm going to go to the doctor because I, (laughs) I'm sure that something's bad happening. Well, you might feel better if they tell you nothing's wrong. I think I am going to go and they go, oh, your colon's inflamed. But what does that mean? It's like, it means that you're under stress and you need to take a muscle relaxer. Yeah. Well, yeah. You might get out of that out of the deal. Definitely worth going to. If I can get some drugs out of it, it it may be worth it. A value? Why does no one give you Valium? Like, what is the deal with that? My dentist gives me Valium. And that's it. I know. I can go to my PCP and they'll give me, oh yeah, we can give you this. Nobody ever says Valium. Like, why not? Yeah. What's wrong? It's the best. It's not. You'll love it too much. So I love Valium. Actually, the last time I had, I had to get a root canal, and I told Doctor Riak because I am literally the most high maintenance patient. He he has literally the worst. I walk in, he's like. Well, hello, Jamie. It's been a while. Where have you been? Did we do something to offend you? And I'm like, no, I'm terrified of the dentist. You know this. He's like, I know, but everything's going to be fine. I'm like, all right. So, and I trust him yeah. completely. Go you should. Because I, I've not been. I'm not making a say. It's been almost two years for me. I have to go back. Well, I had to have a root canal. That's for, That forced me to go. Right. That's the last time I went. And <laughs> yeah. I still have the freaking open... Tooth. Oh no! Get you didn't get the permanent crown? No, I because I had to go back, and I was like, I'm not "Oh, going back. Stephanie, the pain is gone." Well, that is true. That is true. So I went in, and so he's like, "Okay, yeah, well, we'll do this. Yes, you need a root canal, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "All right, I go listen." Um, so here's the thing: I don't really like nitrous oxide. 
And he goes, really? And I go, I really would rather, I would really rather not. I feel like I can't breathe. And it, and I start like breathing hard and he goes, are you all right? I'm like, I'm fine. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, it's not good. And I said, so, you know, I was just wondering perhaps. So you take the value and then you don't do nitrous? Yeah. See, I did both. No, no, I can't do the nitrous. I hate the, I hate the feeling. I feel like my nasal passions are like, I can breathe everything. (laughs) I hate that feeling. I and feel so like, um, it kind of makes me feel like right before you're gonna pass out, where I was like, I hate it. And then, oh. like, you're like, oh. I just don't yeah, like it. I don't like that feeling either. I hate it. So, and he'll go, oh, we need a little more oxygen. I'm like, perhaps I'm not. Yeah. Maybe less nitrous, more oxygen. So I said, can we maybe just bypass all of that and just maybe you could just give me like a pill? Or I said, or. I can just take one of my own and come in. He's like, okay, we don't play that game here. You can't take your own drugs and come in. And I said, okay, well, what do you suggest? He goes, we'll give you something. And I said, okay, cool. Hey, Hugs, have you checked out the Ugly Truth Avon site lately? Avon has introduced a new beauty box. It's the A-Box. It's not a subscription program, so you get to decide how often you want to buy them. It shows you what will be in the box every month, so if you want to get it, great. If you want to pass, no big deal, no money lost. It's a great way to try Avon products that maybe you haven't considered yet. And it's only 10 bucks with the $40 purchase, so that is a fabulous deal. As always, thank you so much for supporting the Ugly Truth. Let's move on to Miss America because yeah, I, I watched it by the way, but I know I watched. I got through. I watched. I started watching when they were at the top twelve. Oh, okay. And yeah, the way they do, the way they do it now, is they basically segue to the next portion of the event talent or whatever, and they just announce who's next, and whoever doesn't get called is eliminated. Oh, it's so cruel. Like it's so cruel because everybody. The what I saw, there's twelve contestants. 10 will be called to do their talent. So they're all sitting on this like bench. So are they like, Miss Delaware? Yes. And then what sucks is and they that. they do it right then? Yeah, then they get up and go to the middle of the stage. And so can you imagine if you're like in some kind of get up to do like a baton twirling thing <laughs> and you don't get called? Or if you have like birds or something. You have tap shoes on. Yeah, and you're like, well, I guess I just will shuffle on out of here. You know, it's like they didn't get it. And of course, That's funny. there were some people that I just could not understand why. But what the talent part? The field this year was not good. I didn't like it last year either. It's just like the poor man's Miss America well, because they've gotten so political. Like everything, like the NFL, like anything that ever was yeah. fun that didn't have to have any kind of political connotation to it is no. now turned into a thing. I just wish we you couldn't have to be smart, and you have to be well rounded, and you have to be world traveled and you know well like I was the, the girl that won <coughs> the girl that won was one of the pretty ones for sure because last year wasn't it was North Dakota yeah and she's that was the record for them like they've never won never so that's great it was funny she goes well only three of us have ever been to the top ten so my bucket list has been filled <laughs> That's what she said, because that was her that was her foofy question, because they had to have two questions. First of all, these women are trained to be as, oh, yes. as neutral as possible, right. so nobody said anything frighteningly bad. But anyway, she but she did a really good one. They said, well, what, name, give us one thing on your bucket list. She goes, uh, making the top ten? I mean, she's super <laughs> low-key, and she's like, making the top ten? I mean, there's only been three of us, and uh, so done. Thanks for asking. <laughs> North Dakota, woo! That's kind of funny. She won. That's cute. She should have won. She, she was pretty? She's very pretty, and she was a good dancer. Now, the talent portion. It's really hard to watch women in their 20s do things that they shouldn't necess- that they don't necessarily do. For example, Miss Louisiana, who completely sealed her fate when she came out with two puppets. 
And and it, that wasn't. No one warned her like this. I mean, this isn't the best. She's then they showed a little video, like a little uh, video below. Of what she does outside of. She was a child with puppets. Like, she's been doing this her whole life. So this is her talent. She's been grooming for this moment her whole childhood. And this is what I'll do, puppets. And I miss Louisiana. You know, and the thing is, is that the southern states tend to do very, very well in these pageants because they live it. So she goes out there with these two giant Raggedy Ann and Andy puppets. And she's talking and doing the thing and singing. And I'm watching this and I'm absolutely shocked. Like, I'm watching I'm or... speechless. And then she starts to yodel. <laughs> That's funny. I was almost about to say, like, I don't think it could get any worse. Oh, yes. She started to yodel or something. She started to yodel. Yes. Yodel. And so, you know, America Ferreira is probably going, oh, Tara Lipinski. It was one of the she judges. Was, oh. She was a judge. You should, she... What? She had the biggest, she could not hide her dislike <laughs> for people. And I mean, at all. some stuff too, because those ice skaters have done some weird things. Oh, I've yeah. Seen. Oh, yeah. So some of them will come out, like Miss New Jersey literally looked like she was making up. She started shuffling <laughs> in her dance. And I went, oh, she's, she's making some shit up right now. Cause this ain't, this is not legit. And then they pan to Tara Lipinski's face, which is completely deadpan. I think it's funny because these women are like in their early to mid, these are in their mid to late 20. No, they're older. They're not babies. They're Miss Miss USA, which is, we watched Miss, this was Miss America. This was Miss America. Miss USA is different. That's a, it's a different, I mean, they're really, are they, are they different? I I don't know. I don't know. know. I'm thinking one is probably considered more prestigious. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the one we watched. I think it's USA. I think it's USA. Because that's the one. Because this one I didn't even know it was on, and I. Yeah. Not that I pay attention to. Oh, but we love to judge. They're our favorite. I would have watched it if I would have been on. I just didn't. Paula's contribution was she posted she was watching. She goes, I don't like any of them. I will say this. Do you watch Project Runway at all? No. Okay. I have, but I have not watched it in a very I'm, long time. I'm watching it this season because I'm DVRing it so I can fast forward through all of the crying yeah. in, the, in the workshop because I can't stand it. Oh, I yeah. can't stand the people crying. I don't know, like, whiny little baby stuff. Yeah. I like the beginning when when he's... I do remember liking that show. Well, I mean, yeah, I love I love Tim Gunn and Heidi. I know that. I don't know. Because we used to watch well, that. Well, and I time. love Tim Gunn, too, because he's on other stuff. Like he's, he's great. Yeah, he's hosted other stuff. Yeah. He's been on other stuff. He just has... He's just really cool. And so I love watching the beginning when they get the theme and what they have to do. And I like seeing them go to Mood, the, the fabric store. And then oh, yeah. they do all their thing. And then there's a bunch of chaos and anger and betrayal and upsetness with each other and they're because they're tired or whatever. Right. So I fast forward through all that shit because I don't care about whiny yeah. adults. Well, that's part of the reality part of it. Yeah, exactly. And this one, there's a... <laughs> I was telling Paula, and listeners know this if they've if they've been listening, there are there's a pair of twins on this year, mm-hmm. and they have the Hathaway thing going down. They're like they look like they're them? so unlikable. No, they are overly dramatic. Oh. They are unlikable, and no one likes them. The judges don't even like them. Like they're just well, then they're perfect. They the are ju- yes. One has super long br- brown hair, and the other one is bald. <laughs> Oh, so is it a guy? No. Girls? They're two girls. Why is she bald? I assume it's to differentiate herself from her sister. 
they're horrible. They're horrible. Nina cannot, Nina Garcia cannot hide her distaste for these people. She just can't wait for them to be bad enough to get rid of them. Well, do they suck or are they good? They do the same thing over and over again. So ultimately what's going to happen is one's going to go and I'm hoping the other one just kind of loses her life, you know, loses the will to live and, <laughs> and dies next. You oh, know, they're not, they're not, they're, there's they're no not, team. Yeah. They're, they're separate. Oh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, but there's a dude from San Francisco. He's 24 and he is legitimately talented. He's going to win. If he doesn't, I would be absolutely shocked. Well, what are, what are you watching? Do you watch reality TV? Is that I, what you watch? Because I, I do. I, God, I just, well, I am addicted to it. There's no um, other really reality shows that are on right now that I'm in love with. And I get bored really easy with yeah. what's on TV. Sure. So I finally started DVRing. Don't ask me why I did this, but I started DVRing. Um, Little People, Small World? No. Uh, they're doing this marathon of the Kardashians. Oh. Not keeping up with the Kardashians. Okay. The Kardashians in general. They're like, we're celebrating, you know, 10 years of them being on the show. Oh my on God. TV. 10 years they've been in our on lives? Yes. Wow. So they're playing reruns of Kim and... Kim and Courtney take New York. Oh, okay, and okay, Chloe okay. And Courtney take Miami. Okay, I kind of liked the Courtney and Chloe Miami one. Right. That was my fave because Courtney was just crazy. She, well, they were just so much. They were friend. just and yeah, they were so much younger, and they just, well, they didn't yeah, have the money they have now, everything was everything different. was better. They were normal. Yeah, they were almost normal. They were still rich, but I mean, they were just they weren't like they are now. Do you like Chloe thinner? I mean, she's really pretty, but she just looks like she just sold out to L.A. I wish she would have just enjoyed her curvy ass. She was well, so beautiful. Yes, yeah, she is beautiful. Not she's beautiful no matter what, actually. No, definitely. Yeah, well, they all are. Yeah. I mean, no one can deny that they're beautiful women. I Although, mean, I was listening are. to a podcast the other day. He's a comedian, and he said, everybody wants... He had a female comedian on, and she said, yeah. She's like, everybody wants to look like the Kardashians. He goes, oh, people are still doing that? And she, she lives in LA. She goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I find it so interesting that everybody wants to look like the Kardashians. They look Muslim. And I said, they do. Muslim? Yes, they, they have super dark features, long brown hair. Well, not right now. Well, but it's a religion, right? No. Yes. It is? Okay, Islam. <laughs> well, he meant, well, they can look Muslim. Well, I suppose, but I don't know. That's what he said. Okay, well, maybe I I think wrong. what he's saying is I'll they look. look no, 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 no. I think Muslim isn't a religion. But what I'm saying is that he thought they looked like Middle Eastern. Right. And he found it. Well, what's funny, though, is he found that hilarious that in this country, people are actually trying to look Middle Eastern. And maybe not as much as they used to, but in their in their heyday when everybody wanted yeah. to look like a Kardashian, and she said, oh no, they're still here. They're everywhere. Well, I have to say that at my work, because I work with a really diverse group of people, sure. there's 500 employees in the same building that I work at. At least one of them looks like a Kardashian. Oh, no, more than that. <laughs> and it's the same genre of people. Mm. Like, it's, it's, the, it's the girls in their late 20s. They're okay. still young, yeah. but they're not you know 21 anymore they're buying all of the the stuff no they work out specifically so they have that tiny tiny waist and a big ass and that huge fucking ass yes and those kind of stocky legs yes you know it's just it's like, not weird it's the shape of the body yes and i mean every time i see a girl like that i'm like it's the same damn thing every time they're <laughs> always in their late 20s they always, they just it's that same era because they're girls. watching that social media that's what they're watching i guess you know or that's what men their age are into I th- well i just ass and boobs and tiny well waist. i don't think that's ever changed I mean, it's not a bad thing. Well, I don't really remember when I was in my 20s, guys wanting us to have a big, giant ass. Mm-mm. Being tiny was cool. 
being skinny. Well, I think it changes. I think the trend changes. Like when I was in high school, the most popular girls were tall, thin, and blonde. Yeah. Those were the most popular girls. Period. End of discussion. Yeah. And then... See, the problem is, is that I never had a problem getting laid in my 20s. Me neither. Like, never. So it didn't really matter what the trend was. I never had a problem. Well, I don't think any girls really have a problem with <clears throat> But if there's a general idea, I think when I was in my 20s, grunge was big. True. And everybody was natural, no makeup, plaid shirts. I never did that. Did I, hell no. God. Can no, you even no, imagine? No. 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 Even though I was being rebellious, I wore I makeup. think I had a plaid shirt, but I always wore lipstick or something. I mean, like, I never <laughs> didn't have l- mascara or something on or wore a bra. No, we always look girly. No, like, I, I never. No, well, we were more rock and roll. I mean, although yeah. I, okay, I loved grunge. I love the grunge sound, yeah. but I never, like, absorbed the style. Never, yeah. never. I was always just jeans and a black t shirt. That's all I ever yeah. wore. That's what I felt the most comfortable in. And that, and I always had cowboy boots. But I that was just did. my thing. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, I did, huh? Yes, you did. Well, went to Texas one time for a business trip and came back with red boots. Yes. Were they red? Yeah. Yeah. They were Justin's. They were nice. Did you wear them? Oh, yeah, you did. I'm pretty sure I wore them. Yeah. You did. You wore them. I remember. Yeah, you can only pull those off when you're 19. I'm pretty sure that's how old I was. I think but... you wore them with red guest jeans, if I recall fondly. Oh, right. <laughs> I was actually quite fashionable back in the day, in a weird way. That's what was in style then. Although I look back at photos when we were younger in our you know eighteen to twenties, and I thought I look at them and go, "Why weren't eyebrows a thing back then? Like, why didn't we do anything with our eyebrows?" I don't know because my old friend TJ didn't see what she said. She's like, she's like, I posted this picture of us, and it's a really cute picture. We were like sixteen, seventeen. Yes, but we both had massive eyebrows, and <laughs> she's like, "What the hell? You let me walk around like that?" Stop no one even cared. Who knew that eyebrows would be a thing now? I mean, when our when our parents were young, I think eyebrows were a thing. Yeah. They they were perfectly coiffed everywhere. True. But now it's going back to it. Totally going back to it. I don't know if it's a cultural thing or not, but there's this girl at my work, and I just think she's the funniest thing. She's nice. And she, <laughs> we were talking about how our atmosphere and environment has changed at work a little bit. When we first started working there, it was much smaller. Yes. There was less people. Everybody yes. was friendly. We all knew each other. Now it's so big that you walk around the halls. You don't know really Hello. Well. Hello. Yeah, every once in a while, you'll see someone you know. You know, yeah. like, hey. God, I haven't seen you forever, but most of the time it's like, you know, you're just giving someone the nod or the smile because yes. you don't know them. You're like, have no idea who you are. Can't wait to eat your birthday cake next month. Woo! No, we don't even do that because oh, our units are huge. You don't even have monthly birthday cakes? And within our unit. So you guys will do it. But we don't know anybody else. I gotcha. You know, in this world that we work at. Sure, sure. And we were saying how recently I'm like, you know, what is with the, you know, everybody's just got resting bitch face. Like everyone's just an asshole. (laughs) You can say good morning and have a smile on your face and somebody will like not even acknowledge. They'll be like, keep walking. You don't exist. That's so fucking rude. That's what I want to say as they're walking. Yeah, you should. Although you'd get in trouble. Yeah. We were talking about that. We trigger someone. <laughs> you work for sure. Oh my god! So she's she was like, I know, right? We're standing outside. She's like, I go, I know. I just don't get it. It's so different. I'm like, I'm just, I'm getting used to it, but I don't like it. She's like, somebody did that to me the other day, and I was like, do I not have my eyebrows drawn on? <laughs> and I, I, I didn't want to I'm like, I looked, I, I didn't want to stare at her eyebrows, but I'm like, do you draw your eyebrows on? Probably. I, I draw mine. Can you tell? Can you totally tell? Does it look fake? No. Do I look faux? Okay. Because when I don't have eyebrows on, I look like an alien. You know those scary pictures where they show celebrities without eyebrows, and they go, look what they would look like without eyebrows, and they, like, Photoshop them but off? we have eyebrows. We do, but mine are so light and, and un... 
uh, they're not pretty. I didn't know you wanted to draw attention to eyebrows. I didn't realize that was It frames thing. your face. Oh, okay. It frames your face. Like, I'm doing the cat eye now. Do you see on my eyeliner? Because yeah. apparently it's, you know, I'm just trying to stay up the times. Oh, well, I'm glad. Please. Before I have to get Botox. <laughs> just whatever, whatever. I'm going to do it. Neil, our hairdresser. I don't um, know why I frown all the time, but I do. Gee, I don't know. Because of our mother, perhaps, <laughs> and our terrible children. I don't know. Our t- oh, no, our children aren't terrible, but... They uh, cause us a lot of grief. That's true. No, I just don't realize... I, I noticed that I had this crease, and I had a client tell me that. She's like, you're just like me. You just scowl all the time. Like, <laughs> what a nice thing to say. She's like, go to the Kaiser Cosmetic Clinic. She's like, for $300, you can get anything you want. She's like, I'm telling you, it is a steal. She's like, if you go to like a regular, you know... Like, yeah. And she's like, it's twice that. And I'm like... $600? She's saying it's expensive, but she said she was getting, I, no I can't remember if it was Botox or what's the other one? Restylane. Yeah. She was getting some kind of fillers. Get Restylane to get rid of the resting bitch face. Right. Whatever. I would do Botox. I, I, I don't, I said that the other day too. I said, I said, I just, <laughs> I said, I've got these lines right here. And of course, Neil, who has no problem just being honest. Pharrell? Oh God. He goes, Oh, you mean your marionette lines? <gasps> you asshole. And I was like, well, can you say something bad? And I go, I. What could you, what flaw would you I like to find? Perfect. He's perfect. I <laughs> and I was like, I go, I have marionette lines. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? I paid you $400 a month to insult me. <laughs> In fact, one time I was so overwhelmed with anxiety because he said that. I go, I'm walking around looking like a puppet, like a ventriloquist doll. So <laughs> finally he goes, Were you saying that to him? Yes. And finally he goes, Alex, could you get Dr. Laura's information for Jamie so she can, she can talk to someone about this? Meltdown. So he gave, he gave me his call. Doesn't he know? Doesn't he understand why you pay him that much money? Because you're vain as fuck. I don't know. Well, that's and why. he is too. Oh, please. Are you kidding? His, his dermatologist comes to the, to the shop and does his injections for him. Oh, in he the fillers now? He has for years. Oh, I didn't know that. Years. I didn't know. He and looks amazing. He, so. Of course he does. He's an amazing human. But He's an anyway. amazing human, but he always looks flawless, and it really makes me sick. It's He's so amazing. funny. I just love the way he words things, you know? I'm like, Greg, his, his co-worker, I know. had... I'm um, to make an appointment with Greg. You should totally do because it. Because I don't want to... I just... I can't imagine going into that salon and not having needles in my hair. It wouldn't... He would be so happy just to see you. I don't even care you. about if he, what he cares. It would kill me to sit there and have Greg do it in my hair. <laughs> Well, what well, was funny is that Malia went in, uh, well, you know what, until he charges you and you'll be like, you know what, I think I can live with That's Greg. That's the thing. That's why I haven't gone. Yes. No, because Greg is super reasonable. And it's still not, it's not like he's cheap. No, You're it's not, cheap. but it's not, you're not walking out crying. Right. Like I have before. I've <laughs> I worried. I think I, I told I, I Alex I that. I to give him a credit card and a check before because I'm like, wait, you can't take this all out of one I told thing. I told Alex once, I, he, she goes, oh, so we're going to do the highlights this, this time. I do them one a year. And I said, yes, we're going to do highlights. Oh, and she Lord. goes, what's the matter? I'm like, I always leave crying. And she's like, why? And I said, because it's really expensive. So expensive. But the problem is, is I don't, I'm the only one that has a problem with it. No one else does. Well, you know, Daryl doesn't. It's kind of like, you know, it's hard to spend a lot of money on yourself. You it know, is. I, I, I really struggle. I struggle with it but for sure. For sure. For sure. Depends on what it is. I guess, I guess there's something about looking better when you walk out, but at the same time, you don't have anything in your hands. Yeah. I can't hold anything. Yeah. So I'll buy product. Just, so when I just, right. I buy product. Do you? Yeah. 
I used to buy product from him too, and then I'm like, you know what? I feel like you're just upselling me, and I'm already like, my he, butt is hurting so bad. <laughs> you know, I, I even squeeze out another thirty dollars. Some of the things that uh, that I love that he uses on me, I buy on Amazon through her Ugly Truth website. <laughs> it's the same price, right? So I don't feel like he's upselling. He, he doesn't. Yeah, I think he's no. basically selling you retail, and that's it. it. Or you know, he might make a little bit off of it, but um, it's basically the same price. So because I did do that one time, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me just check. And he was really yes, yeah, it's buying, so it was yeah. way more convenient. Just it is, it bed. is. But uh, the one anyway. thing that I do want to buy myself is I want to buy a stun gun. Who are you going to stun? I don't know. Carol? I don't know. No, of course not. Who's going to attack you? And where you go? You go nowhere. <laughs> are you telling me that I shouldn't buy one? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You know, I'm a little concerned. No, I know, but I like your. I'm a little concerned that I'll stun myself. I'm a little worried. That's a valid concern. I know, because I'm not necessarily the most graceful human, and I might put it it in my, uh, oh, awkward human? Stumbly is what I was trying to say. I am stumbly. Or what's the other? No, that's not. Clumsy? Clumsy! (laughs) Yes, or stumbly. Whatever. (laughs) What are you, Winnie the Pooh? I told you I started my period today. (laughs) Yeah. My mind is not right on those days. Oh, seriously. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, it just... Thing. Like I, I knew that speak. I was hormonal yesterday. Was it yesterday? Wait, what was I watching? And it made me cry. And it was like the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, me watching Kim and uh, Courtney take New York this morning. I was getting teary eyed. I'm like, I'm turning this shit off. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a stun gun, but you're right. I don't really go what? anywhere. What, at Target? <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> go. What made you think you wanted it? Um, you know what? I don't remember. I just remember there have been times where I feel unsafe, and I just think the idea of having the it. That was following you in Target? That, I would have stunned on that guy. Yeah. I would have done he it. He didn't get that close to you, though. Yes, he did. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. He was right up on me. And I'm all, what? He's all, and he had his hand in his pocket and started fondling himself. So I ran to the front. I literally abandoned everything, ran to the front. And the thing with Target is that they're all like 17, 18-year-olds working there. It's not like they're going to do anything to you, you know, or help you. So I said, there's a gentleman who's following me. Da, da, da. He's right over there. And they're like, and I go, and you'll notice he has no, nothing with him. He's literally just wandering around the store. And he walked right by where I was checking out and and looked at us both and then just walked out and I'm like you've got to be and so I'm like now I've got to go out and so they have some guy escort me out he's like 20 maybe 118 pounds no he was gone long gone but you never know so I was freaked out the whole way home I'm like do I even go home like I was afraid to even Go Were you home. To see if he was following you. Yes, yeah. I absolutely was. I'm so good at that. Yes, that's that's the thing is I'm pretty intuitive when it comes to that stuff. So I thought, you know, if I had a, st- then I thought, you know, what's going to happen is I'll forget I have it, and then I'll go to the airport and I'll get arrested, and <laughs> it'll be a thing. Right. And so I, I've been wavering back and forth on it. Nice. I'm never out alone where I feel like I need to have it out in front of me, but I think. This was one of my um, copious panic attack moments this week. I'm buying a stun gun. I was laying there going, you know, mom should have a stun gun. Because a lot of people were saying that they had their guns loaded and they were waiting for looting and all that stuff. And I go, she doesn't have anything, you know. No. And I thought, maybe I should get a stun gun too. So that's where it came from. Okay. Because well, it's all about me, really, at the end of the why? day. It's all about my self-preservation. And, and like, we have an alarm in our house because yes. Daryl does travel. And so it's really important. However, we've had things stolen off of our front porch. I know, that's so freaky. It does freak me out. And so Daryl's like, well, we should put a camera in. And I said, I almost don't want one. Why? Because I don't want to see. You know what? I just told Jerry the same thing. I was like... I don't want to see. I said, we should get a camera. I go, and I bet you we will be shocked. I will be terrified. shit we see. I don't want to 
don't know. That's the thing. It's like, this is one of those things where I want to be like, la, 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 la. I didn't see it. I don't see it. Because well, we I have a neighbor that hates us, and I just <gasps> wonder if she does stuff when we're not there. And that's why we want to get it. Because well, I was like, I want to get a, a camera on that side of the house. Well, that's... Like, so that I could see if she ever... Like, what would she do? She's, oh. she's weird. She's, she listens to our conversations. Like, <gasps> if I have the windows open and we're having a conversation in the kitchen... I've only talked to her like three times, and all three times have been huge arguments in the <gasps> yard. And so the last two times I had discussions with her, and we've lived there for four years, she has made comments about things we talked about in private. Do you, do you get paranoid like she bugged your house? I couldn't figure out... I was like, Sue, how the hell do you know what we discussed? <laughs> God, you know, that would drive me nuts. Call him a dick the other day. Like, <gasps> you fucking cunt. I'm like, that is so yeah. none of your business. And I'm like, and how the hell are you? She's like, well, you guys are loud. And it's like, inside our house. Oh. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm loud, but I mean, you might, what are you standing on the You're fence waiting? Listening? She's waiting she for the totally top. Is. I hate people. So I'm like, so now she, all these years we've lived there, she's been single. And those last two times I argued with her, I was like, bitch, you need to get a boyfriend. Sure. I was going to say, she needs to get laid hard. That's what I said. I'm like, there's something seriously wrong with you. I swear, I'd be like, you need a good dicking. Yeah. Fuck off. I'm sure <laughs> seriously. I like that. God. So now she has a boyfriend. Thank God. I Although, is he, is he bad too? Is he like in on it? I don't know. No. Thank God. No, because at the time that these two arguments went on, her adult 30 plus year old son was living with her. Oh, and I think shit was fabulous. just like shitty over there. Yeah. We finally moved out. Oh, and hallelujah. about three or four months later, she started, I knew she was seeing someone because he would only come at night and we both worked for the county. So Booty in the call. morning, she would, he would be gone by like six. Booty and, call. Right? And then mm. a couple days would go by and we wouldn't see his truck. And yes. now, well, now it's turning into a consistent thing where he's literally there almost every night and all, every weekend. <clears throat> Interesting. And I'm like, she, and wouldn't you know what? We haven't heard peep from this bitch. Oh, and thank God. The she's been seeing this Isn't it amazing what happens when you get your vagina, you know, taken right? care of? So. It's not that hard. Long story short, I know this is a long story. But no, it's not. I was in the backyard. It was dark already. And on the side of our house where our RV access is, is the fence we share. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the fence, on her side, are bedrooms. The kitchen and a bedroom. Okay. I, she never keeps the lights on. I rarely see. You can you cannot see inside. Right, like, right. That's fine. Whatever. I didn't know shed curtains or blinds. I don't sure. give a shit. I'm not spying on her like she is on me. <laughs> exactly. But I was doing something over there. I was picking up some cans that had spilled, you know, in the recycle bin. And the, one of the bedroom lights was on and I never see it on. And because oh, it's God. summer... The wood contracts and so you can see through the cracks sometimes yeah, the better heat. than others. Yes, so I can really see through good. And I looked, I just glanced up with my eyes. I wasn't like going like this on the fence. Sure. And sure. I could see her standing doing something in the bedroom, but she was wearing a red negligee. Gross! It was gross. Oh no. She's, she's mom's age, by the way. <gasps> So, red, red doesn't look on good on too many people, the, by the way. The thing, it, I, I laughed. And I Pale like, oh, skin and red. Late, thank God, you know, and I laughed and I, I went about my business. Did you I say something to her? Please tell me. Well, no, I went inside and I told Jerry, I was like, Sue's wearing a red negligee. You want to go look? He's like, ew, gross, <laughs> no. He's like, are you serious? I go, I swear to God, she had that bedroom light on, but she never has on. And I saw it. I go, I can't wait till the next time she says something to me. I'm going to totally be like, Sue, you look really good in that red negligee. Oh, my God. How is she going to feel? Look, now you know what it feels, bitch, when someone's invading <gasps> in your fucking privacy i'm so glad you it saw sucks. that I'm i am too. so glad okay. you oh, saw I'm that i'm just holding it like a little treasure I just got it in your holster <laughs> ready to do but it she'll be like how did you know i had a red nose you say how'd you know i called my husband a dick <laughs> fuck you god i hate people oh i hate people does she work in your like division or anything yes <gasps> social worker so oh I she's a, a social worker yes Oh, god. if i had a job like that i would literally be in therapy to expel the hate I have for people. Right. 
so that I don't take it out on everyone else. Yeah, she's the one that told me my my son was special needs. <gasps> Did you, you know your son's special needs? I'm oh, like, how the fuck do you know? She's like, well, that's what I do for a living. I'm like, you know what? If if I hit you, it's elder abuse. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But I'm so close to hitting you. I'm like, you you need to uh, mm. step back. I had to. You yeah, intrusive cunt. Oh, I hate her. With those are people. Oh. Those are the people who deserve to be called that. By the way. Right. For real, I reserve that word for a few. Yeah, I don't. I, I use I don't use it sparingly, but uh, I definitely I lot, but... no. I don't go around saying it to people, but I I certainly have no problem calling someone that mm-hmm. man or woman. I don't care. Or I'll call you a twat. I hate that people word. People hate it. It's the worst. It's like moist. <laughs> ah, I was just gonna say that. I was totally gonna say that. Yes, I know. Everybody has those discussions about words you hate. Whenever I say something, I always like. I love to shock Daryl. It's like my favorite thing to do. So, you can still shock him after all this time. Oh yeah, because he never knows what I'm gonna say, you know. And I'll and I'll say something like, "I'm like, did you see the size of her snatch?" <laughs> and he'll be like, "What did you say?" I'm like, "You heard me." He's like, "Who says snatch anymore?" And I'm like, "I do." Well, he comes from a world of such civilized human folk at his job. <laughs> Seriously, everybody's so they're so you know normal and professional and humane. Well, and, he works, and he works well. I I know. Does he work in the city still? Sometimes. Where is he today? Seattle. Oh. He's he whatever goes, snob. Yeah, exactly. No, he hates it actually. He I mean He's traveling? Well, it it interferes with his downtime. So he what just, do you mean? He likes working from home. He likes having his home office. He gets a lot yeah. more done. But the reason he works in a home office is because then he travels and he right. does all the stuff that he worked on out there. Right. So right. He well, keeps, he's, he's West Coast, correct? Yes. So that's nice. I mean, he he wants me home. to go, and I said, yes, let's just abandon our children, and I'll just go and hang out in the in the hotel for for four days. No. Please. Well, for four, that's how long he's gone? Well, he'll be gone two this time, uh, but he has been gone that long. I mean, now. I would go on a short trip. Yeah, but it always interferes with real life, so I just can't. <sighs> Damn children. You have yeah. to ruin everything. Right? They I do. Fun. If I were you, I'd be like, I'm fucking going. I'll go shopping. <laughs> I'm going to go eat. Whatever. I mean... Anyway, all right, well, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Well, so mine's kind of like not a t- traditional awkward moment. All right. But it was awkward. So I thought, oh, well, I'll just use it because it's the only thing I could think of. So uh, during all of this hurricane business. Yes. I don't really talk to Lauren's dad that often. Yes. Um, but whenever there's a crisis or... You're on him uh, all the time. Huge, yeah. No, I wasn't on him all the time because, quite frankly, we could talk regularly and we would be fine. Yeah. His wife just cannot stand it. She doesn't like it. She does not like us to talk. Understood. So I, I don't like to put that on him. And sure. Because I can understand. Undo, undo I issues. I know what he is. I was married to the man. So I, I know it makes him... He hates confrontation and conflict, so I'm not going to sure, do that. Sure, sure. But this last weekend, with everything going on, I just it finally push came to shove where I'm like, you know what? I just need to hear it from the horse's mouth that yes. he knows what's going on, that he has a plan, and that my daughter's included in whatever that is. Right. So I finally reached out to him and texted him, and he actually wrote me back and he said that he was going to call me, which I thought was weird because we haven't talked on the phone. We literally have not spoken in like two years. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so he did call me, and, um, and I was trying to figure out how he was going to... How's it going to go? Well, I, I knew the 
conversation would be fine because him and I are fine. We yeah. Talk. But yeah. I was trying to figure. What I was trying to figure out was I can talk to him in front of my husband or. Oh, but whoever. he can't talk but to. But I was wondering if he was just actually going to call me or if he was going to have to like escape. Go into his desk. Right. Into his office. So he had escaped. He went to the bowels of his house. No, he left. He was actually in going to. Oh. He had an to go run that required him to be alone. Oh. And so that's when he chose to call me. Okay. And, and that's totally fine, but it, it didn't inside made me chuckle. Well, it just gives you an it gives you an insight on certain relationships when that happens. Yeah, and I, I would never want someone to turn the judgy eye on my relationship. No, but but, but we know these people. We know Joel. You know Joel better than I do. But yeah. I also know that there is no way in hell that Daryl leaves this house to call someone. Right. Like fuck no. But the only reason why he, he can talk to anybody it, he wants. But see the thing. The, the, the thing. Right. And the thing about Joel is like it's. It's innocent. He's not doing anything. He's not even a and bad guy. Not, we're not even talking about anything that I Other would than your daughter in front of my husband. But he doesn't want to deal with the interrogation that follows. And that sucks. It does suck. It sucks that his wife doesn't think that he can have a conversation with the mother of his child. That's kind of what that I'm thinking. That's shady. That's kind That's of what bullshit. I'm thinking. But at the same time, like, you know what, dude? I care about you, and I love our daughter and everything, but you know what? That's on you. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with you. Relationship because... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So anyway, I wasn't really sure how it was going to go. I knew that I was just going to, I'm like, you know what? I don't get anxiety when I talk to him. But when he, when, oh, when I answered the phone, he was like weird, Joel. Oh he no. He was all weirded out. Oh no. He sounded he's all, He's and, like, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He had a voice. And I don't know why. Hello, like, Sonny? It's me. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> children. Like, yeah, I don't you were literally 15. Yeah, so I don't know if, <laughs> if it's, it, maybe it was the build-up to the call. Perhaps. Him, just all the negotiations he had to all the manipulation and all the plans he had to make. Pressure, yes, yeah, like whatever, but he was weird and it did make me laugh and it was so I let him off the hook early. We only talked for like four or five minutes. And then I think his wife was calling because he's like, oh, shit. He's like, you know what? Can I call you Rebecca? I was like, no worries. You don't have to call me back because I didn't want him to feel like, yes. to say, like we didn't talk that long. Do I have to call you back? Right. No, you don't have to call me back. Right. It's fine. And that was that. And we hung up. But it was funny. I just I laughed and I'm like, OK, that was the weirdest conversation I've ever had with my with Joel in my <laughs> life. And I don't understand why he's being so weird. Mm, but that uh, is weird. I don't know. It was it was awkward. Really? awkward yeah. I and mean, it's always one of those things too where you're just like what are you doing why are you doing I that I was and he he's like going. what I'm fine where are they going yeah I'm alright what's going on <laughs> you know how he gets it? he turns to Kermit well he the conversation started I was like I picked up I looked and I saw it was him and I was like hey and you're like hey what's up and he's, he's like, like hello <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he said I'm like how's it going he's like kick ass oh my I'm god like, what are you high what are you 18 what's going on Yes. Weirdo. That's so strange. That's so funny. So I started laughing and I'm like, okay, this is how we're going to go. Fine. Mine is awkward. Luckily, I didn't include anyone in my awkwardness, which is an automatic win usually. Um, <laughs> as you know, for the last 24 hours, I'm fairly certain that I'm dying. Right. Uh, my anxiety is out the door and my guts are acting strange. So therefore, after hours of Googling. You have cancer. I don't. It's either, it's not my appendix or my gallbladder or my liver, but it, it's in all likelihood my spleen or my pancreas, my pancreas is probably exploding as we speak. Exploding. Uh, aside from the, from the... I didn't know they spontaneously combusted. <laughs> yeah. Aside from the horrific uh, death that I'm sure to have today, 
I slept like shit because I'm sure that I'm going to wake up and feel horrible. So I woke up and I put on clothes because I had to take Malia to school today. Daryl left at the crack, like four o'clock this morning. Yeah. And so I take Malia to school. So I put on a bunch of clothes and every single item was inside out and I'm walking around. Oh, you went? Almost. I walked in. I'm like, what is the seam on my pants? (laughs) And I looked down. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Everything's inside out. Is it dark? No. Okay. No. Just my usual oh, foolishness. Well, that is awkward. But that's what you get for not folding your laundry and putting it away like an adult. I never do. We have the laundry couch too. I have a sea of clothes out there right now. I don't even want to deal with it. And then I always so. find Jerry, even though it's really my fault. <laughs> I'm like, why do you wash clothes and then just pile them up on the couch? Why? If you're going to wash them, <laughs> fold them. Because yeah, exactly. Isn't it funny how all men talk like that when we when we talk about them? Monotone. When I tell when I say something to Daryl, I'll be like, "Yeah, you always do this." Oh, it's gonna do in a minute. He's like, "I do not sound like that. Why do you make me sound like that?" I'm like, "Because you do sound like that." <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I, don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel sometimes some days I feel sorry for Jerry, and then most days I feel sorry for me. But I said something to Daryl the other yesterday. I said, I said, I said, I, I actually have pity for you. He goes, Why? I go, Because you never know what I'm going to say. He goes, I am always prepared. I never let my guard down with you. I'm like, Oh, I've seen always you. Always prepared. Yeah, because he for whatever I'm planning on unleashing at any moment. <laughs> He goes, I don't ever let my guard down. I never know what you're going to do. Well, what is so terrible that he's so frightened? It's not frightened. It's just... It's a flap. (laughs) Don't you... How dare you? Stop sounding so frightened when you see Emma. I'm not frightened. (laughs) No, he's not afraid of me at all, actually. He's... Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's He's not afraid of you, like, physically, but he's afraid of what... He's just... he, He finds it exciting. I think he's a masochist personally, but he he doesn't he likes the fact that he never knows what I'm gonna say. Well, that's true. That's that is definitely a good part of your personality. Yeah. But I, I maybe your relationship has changed over the years. But I do remember <laughs> a fair amount of time where he was making sure that he wasn't fucking up. Oh yeah, he doesn't he doesn't worry. No, it's not like that anymore. No, we're much more relaxed. Yeah. yeah, we're much more relaxed. We hardly God, we hardly ever fight. That is so weird. We used well. No, we, not weird for you guys. No, 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 no. What I, I just don't know a lot of people who get to enjoy that. Well, we our fights are really. The oh, same. When people tell me that, I never believe them. I'm like, you're a liar. <laughs> that you don't fight? I can't tell you the last time we fought. Believe no, I can. I can really? I can tell you. In fact, it was something really fucking dumb. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Well, thank God. It's always something stupid, you know? That just gets under your skin. Yeah. Or then I'll bring up... I'm Old sh- shit. Yeah. That's me. I do that all the time. I can't forget. Or if... I have PTSD from some of the things you're to me. I, literally... I know. Like, not even the worst things that you're thinking of. Yeah, Other things just any just well, relationship things. Yeah, yeah. That, that I will never forget. I hate that about me. Relationships suck. But you know what? I The thing is, oh, I was telling Daryl this the other day. It's so weird. I can't think of one relationship that I am not in, that I was in, and then I'm, you know, it ended. I can't think of one where I literally cry. I didn't cry. I was not heartbroken about it. I'm like, all right, later, and moved on. I said, now, obviously, when Daryl and I were going through our really rough patch, yeah. I was crying all the time. Yeah. But before that... And that means you didn't care about the other people. No, I didn't. Not at all. Yeah, because I only had two relationships that I really can acknowledge. Well, three if you count high school, but... Yeah, well, we all have that one. Actually, okay, I take that back. I did. Although the second time when my high school boyfriend tried to get back with me when he was in college, I felt I literally felt dead. I felt dead inside. I'm like, there's nothing. You could be anyone. Bye. Yeah. And it was surprising. Because you were already done with it. It was just so surprising. But I I like that about myself, personally. Yeah, I wish I would like that. All right, well, that's the show. We blew through an hour like nothing. Yeah. So... 
Thank you, Ugg, for sitting in. So I think uh, we've resolved that um, I'll be dead by dessert, <laughs> and I'm getting a stun gun or I'm not. And uh, you're going to uh, viciously attack verbally your neighbor with the red negligee discovery upon the next interaction. I will have my moment eventually. Thank goodness. And our families are safe, and I'm going to blame mother for my hospitalization. Right? God, I'm so mad at her for not leaving. But well, I will say it's fine. It's fine. It all worked out. We this during the crises. Yes. We talked to cousins we never talked to. I know. So that was one of the good. Things. The good thing is, it's good to know that no matter what, the four of us are like thick as thieves. True. Like, we did not let each other down yeah. at all. We were there. Even Allison. I know. I mean, even though she still annoys me. She disengages, but... Well, I think it's because she knows, like, you everything's and I are taking... in our operas. Yes. Yes. We're like, ah, we were completely in control. In control. We're like, yes. Allison, no Airbnb! Me and you are the pilot God. and the co-pilot. So and true. Carl and Allison are the flight attendants. <laughs> God, like, it's so we'll true. tell you what the plan is, and you will follow through. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, Paula loves throwing money. It's a problem. It's her favorite thing. I know. And you know what? I hated that I was an asshole during that period of time when she was trying to be helpful, and I was just being a jerk. I, oh, well, we all go through our phases. Doesn't I felt matter. really bad, and it's fine. the thing about Paula is that she is like ice princess. Yes. She forgets nothing. Nope. And she may not have a reaction. <laughs> no, it's true. At that moment. But she'll but, file it away. Oh, yeah. So it's not like I got away with it. No, away it's with true. Right it's true. She'll probably not talk to me for six months now, but. No, she'll be fine. She's fine. Yeah. I know mom's always like, what's wrong with her? I'm like, she's crazy, mother. God, can you just deal with it? So is mom. We're, We're all, all crazy. nuts. Different variable. Yes. So anyway, well, thank you for sitting in. Uh, it was very fun. You have to come back. You know, know, on a more right. It's hard. I it's know. So hard. You have a you have a baby. Basically, you have I a young have, one. I have a, <laughs> I have a bean sprout, and he is a little I have bean a sprout. Job and yeah. well, it's just when you have, especially when they're getting into kindergarten, it's like impossibly it difficult. Probably, I know. I didn't think there would be a, a bad time until he got older, and then I, I'm like, why did I forget about kindergarten? It's it's a pain in it the sucks. ass. It's not even that. Yeah, I mean, it's not the inconvenience. It is, but it's We got him somewhere to be, yeah. like where we're working, but it's just so anxiety ridden it is like separation anxiety yeah. for everybody and sleeping habits and all of it ugh. sucks it really sucks so yeah. anyway yeah. but when you have a, an opportunity you'll have to come back Absolutely. hopefully not in a year like normal but in a year it's been, a year, has it's it? been almost a year God. i know i thought it was up in your room just not that long ago maybe maybe i'm forgetting it's possible maybe six months okay six months all right ugh say goodbye to everybody I forgot. Do we do it in a certain way? What? No. Just like, bye. Oh. Let's get to say something more profound than that. Well, you do it. <clears throat> no. I'm Veronica Corningstone. <laughs> Who's that? Anchorman. I don't watch that show. It's a movie. I don't watch slapstick comedy, period. What? Because it's dumb. Okay, I've Anchorman. It. Anchorman is not dumb. Yes, it is. I am Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. All right. Bye, everyone. That's a wrap, but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.